Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa n'amunu bihi wa natawakkalu alayhi wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati amalina man yahdihillahu falamudillalah wa man yudrilu falahadiyalah wa nashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah wa nashadu anna sayyidina wa nubiyyina wa maulana muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي دروشي قلني Respected brothers, respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home Alhamdulillah The siege was broken through Muslims were now in full control of Dimashq, the capital city of Syria In fact the oldest capital of the world, Damascus There was a cause for celebration, Alhamdulillah, victory came at all different ends in Syria but it was slightly subdued when a messenger came from Madinatul Munawwara with a letter and that letter was handed to Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an and this was exactly when the Muslims had taken control of the main cities in Syria when Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an read through the letter it wasn't good news for the Muslims Muslims were dismayed and the loss of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an was a great tragedy Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an passed away and Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an read the letter to all the Mujahideen that were there and Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an was his successor already appointed by Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an also in the letter that was clearly stated was the transfer of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an now that the Khilafat is with Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an was a very strong man a man who demanded respect and the minute he got Khilafat he knew the seerah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam the method employed by Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an and he gave the position of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid to the most senior Hazrat Abu Ubaidat ibn al-Jarrah radiallahu ta'ala one from the Ashare Mubashara Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala took no offense to that subhanallah this was the khulus <coughs> the battle of Dimashq was the very last battle in which he stood as an Amir and now he is to step down 
as a soldier under the command of Hazrat Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah the sword of Allah is too sharp and Hazrat Umar Farooq radiyallahu ta'ala an said that give the position to Hazrat Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah without any hesitation and in fact the ulama say he fought with the same khulus this was the sifat and the sifat the qualities inside Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een that everything they did was for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No ulterior motives. Everything was for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Meri or aapki tarah nahi hum to position ke liye ek dusre ka qatal bhi kar dete. Ibn Taymiyyah rahmatullah alayhi has explained this event uh, in beautiful words. He says that Muslims had knowledge knowledge uh, in different subjects including the battlefield who should be the Amir who should be in command the qualities of an Amir Ibn Taymiyyah rahmatullah alayhi says that if the Khalifa was someone who was soft in nature and a man who was of lenient character then the one who takes control of the Muslim army should be a bit strict and aggression should be inside that individual so when you look at Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an, he was very soft soft in his character layin and Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an, was very very strict and so this was the best combination the Khalifa very soft and the Amir of the Muslim army Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala a lot of aggression inside him now in the case of Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala you couldn't have the Khalifa and the Amir of the Muslim army at the same level so you need to create that balance between the Amir of the Muslim army and the Khalifa sitting in Madinatul Munawwara. So in the case of Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an, he himself was very strong in his character, a lot of aggression inside him. He demanded respect and whatever he would say would go and happen. And he, he knew straight away that the best method would be to put Hazrat Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah in the place of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an. but at the same time though Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an was not an Amir but his status his ranking was equal to Hazrat Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah radiallahu ta'ala an. the only difference was that the final decision was to be given by Hazrat Abu Ubaidah ibn Jarrah radiallahu ta'ala an. The Khilafat of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an and the demise of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an. The ulama have mentioned that Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an had taken a ghusl on a very cold wintry day and he caught fever he bathed in cold water also and he caught fever and he never ever recovered after that in fact 
when he caught fever every day the condition of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala deteriorated and his only concern was that who would the Muslims select as a Khalifa after Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala even in that condition very weak fever wasn't feeling well at all in fact some of the Mu'arrikheen have mentioned that it was even difficult for him to speak but yet he would meet some of the companions that were there in Madinatul Munawwara and the only concern would be who is to replace Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala now back in the mind of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq he had already thought of that position to be given to Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala but he did not want it to be a unilateral decision but he wanted to be a decision for all the Muslimin and so the first man he consulted was Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf radiallahu ta'ala now remember that Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf radiallahu ta'ala is one from Ashare Mubashara it is unanimously agreed that from amongst the companions the ten Ashare Mubashara have the highest position so anyone who is to be given Khilafat after Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq has to be one from the ten so he is also the contender and Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq is taking the opinion of Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf Ashare Mubashara Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq Hazrat Umar Farooq Hazrat Uthman, Hazrat Ali, Hazrat Talha, Hazrat Zubair, Hazrat Abu Ubaidah, Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf, Hazrat Sa'ad radiallahu ta'ala and Hazrat Sa'id radiallahu ta'ala When he asked Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf what was his opinion, Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf knew straight away that Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was referring to the Khilafat that should be given to him. And Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf said that Amirul Mu'mineen, you are a man who is highly respected. And the knowledge that Allah has given you, we don't have that knowledge. But if you ask me what is my opinion with regards to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an, he says that he is even better than what you think of him, O Amirul Mu'mineen. He is even better than what you think of him O Amirul Mu'mineen when Khilafat is given to him he is the right man Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an smiled and he wanted to hear that from the, the elite companions especially Ashraya Mubashara and he said to Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf that I want you to conceal this matter between me and you and don't inform of this to anyone to any of the companions after Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf he asked for Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala Zunnurain <laughs> Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala when he came again the same question put forward what is your opinion of Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala said that what he does in his private life is even better than what you see him to do outwardly 
and the translation and the meaning of what Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an is saying here is that he has got hidden qualities that we haven't seen. He has got hidden qualities that the ummah hasn't seen. And then he gave his opinion, he says, وَلَيْسَ فِينَا مِثْلَهُ وَلَيْسَ فِينَا مِثْلَهُ O Amirul Mu'mineen, after you, I don't see anyone worthy of this position except for Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala now looked at Hazrat Uthman and he said to Uthman radiallahu ta'ala, Uthman, if I was to bypass Umar Farooq, if I was to bypass Umar Farooq, it wouldn't go beyond yourself. You would be next in that position of Khilafat. It wouldn't go past you if I was to bypass Hazrat Umar Farooq. Again, this is uh, information that we receive from the books of Seerah. This was also the opinion of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and that after Hazrat Umar Farooq, Khilafat must be given to Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala after Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an, the next Sahabi that was there was Hazrat Usaid bin Khudair radiallahu ta'ala an. He asked Hazrat Usaid radiallahu ta'ala an, also a senior Sahabi, and he said, Usaid, what is your opinion of Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an? And he said, Amirul Mu'mineen, there is no one after you better than Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an. What we see inside him is that he has the love of the Ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. What pleases the Ummah, pleases Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala. What the Ummah dislike, Hazrat Umar Farooq dislikes that also. So in my opinion, Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala is the right person for Khilafat. And Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala had taken the opinion of many of the grand companions that were there and then he invited Hazrat Talha radiallahu ta'ala and he said to Hazrat Talha what is your opinion I feel that the chapter of my life is soon to end I am going through my last phase of life I can see death in front of me and I wish to select for the believers the right Khalifa for the Muslimin so the Ummah don't go through any difficulty after me Subhanallah what Ahsan of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an upon the Ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam now Hazrat Talha radiallahu ta'ala an was a Sahabi who had a different opinion about Hazrat Umar Farooq so he said Aminul Mu'mineen you want mashwara from me and Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq said that, yes. He said, I fear for you, O Amirul Mu'mineen. What face will you show Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you select Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an as an Amir after you? This was his opinion. What face will you show Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you select Hazrat Umar Farooq as an Amir for the Muslimin after you, when you know the aggression that is inside Hazrat Umar Farooq, and that you know how 
his character is that he gets angry very quickly. And his level of taqwa is very high. And he takes everything literally. So it would be very difficult for Hazrat Umar Farooq to adjust to the system of Khilafat. When Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and heard this from Hazrat Talha, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq said to Hazrat Talha, and he took this very seriously, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, because he was threatening Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq by the name of Allah. Now this is mashwara, remember. So in your mashwara, you have to give your right opinion. This is why you have the shura that is there. They were all mukhlisin. And Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq said, Talha radiallahu ta'ala, let me tell you, do you threaten me by the name of Allah? Do you threaten me by the name of Allah? If Allah questions me on the day of Qiyamah, why have you selected Umar Farooq as a Khalifa? I will respond that, oh Allah, I have selected the best Khalifa for the Muslimin. I have selected the best Khalifa for the Muslimin. And he said to Hazrat Talha radiallahu ta'ala, Ammartu alayhim al-kawiyyul ameen. Ammartu alayhim al-kawiyyul ameen. I have selected an Amir after me, the best Amir for the Muslimin. And the best Amir for the Muslimin is a person who has two qualities. And these two qualities are mentioned in the Quran. Allah says, Al-Qawiyyul Ameen. What is Al-Qawi? Al-Qawi means the one who is very strong. Al-Qawi, the one who is very strong. And Al-Ameen means the one who is trustworthy. Now, the two words are very, very important, brothers. Even in the modern world that we live in. Al-Qawiyyul Ameen. When we look at the verses of the Quran, when Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu wasalam went towards Madian, there he noticed that on one side there were two women and they were not allowed to take the animals, the flock, close to the water well. And all the men were there blocking the path, not allowing the women to go. Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu was salam was the Nabi of Allah and he saw this and he said to the ladies that allow me I will provide water for your flock for your animals and he did that and the ladies went back home and these were the daughters of Hazrat Shu'ib alayhi salam so the father said that how come you have returned back home so early and both the daughters explained what had happened and one of them said that we believe that he is a musafir he is a musafir he is not a person who lives here locally why because the locals have never ever helped us so he is a man who is a musafir and then she said she was the daughter of a great nabi and Hazrat Shu'aib alayhi salatu wasalam was old and frail and he needed someone to help him. He had a business also. He had a lot of animals. And so the ladies said to the father, Inna khayra man al-kawiyyul ameen. Oh my dear father, 
if you are looking to employ someone, then who is a better man than this Musafir who has helped us? In the khayra man istajarta al qawiyul amin, and the lady said. The two qualities we see inside this young man is Al-Qawi, that Musa alayhi salatu is very strong. Al-Ameen, and that he is trustworthy. So the two qualities are very, very important now, even in the times that we live in, when we are to employ someone and interview someone. So these are the qualities that we need to look inside a person. Al-Qawi doesn't just mean to be physically strong. The Qur'an uses the word Al-Qawi and that could also mean a person who is mentally Qawi, someone who is an intellect, intellectual in his own profession. So when you employ someone, he must qualify for the skills is going to undertake. So if he qualifies for that person mentally or physically, and then he is also trustworthy, then the position must be given to him. Many a times, my respected brothers, we have people working in the shop, and it's very daring to put someone on the till. And you see, when you see a lot of money, 50 pounds, 50 pounds, Shabir, 50 pounds... <laughs> So when there's a lot of money, that is why the Quran says that Al-Ameen, he has to be trustworthy. So Hazrat Musa alayhi salam had the two qualities, Al-Qawi and also Al-Ameen. And Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and said to Hazrat Talha that the two qualities that are inside Hazrat Umar Farooq is that he is physically also very, very strong, but at the same time Allah has given him a great, that power of intellect, that power, that wisdom that Allah has put inside Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala and he is also trustworthy. Hazrat Talha radiallahu ta'ala agreed to what Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq had to say to him. He said, well, I thought that Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala is a man who is very strong for this position. It is said that once Hazrat Abu Musa al-Ashri radiallahu ta'ala came to the house, to the room of Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala and he knocked on the door. And he knocked three times, there was no answer. So he was walking away from the, from the house. Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala opened the door and said, Where are you going? Where are you going? And Hazrat Abu Musa radiallahu ta'ala and said that, well, Amirul Mu'mineen, I knocked on the door three times, you didn't answer me, so I, I just turned back, and I wanted to go back home. So Hazrat Umar Farooq said to him, could you not wait for me to come out? Now Hazrat Abu Musa said that, well, I have heard a hadith from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam that when you knock on the door, knock three times, if there's no answer, then you go back home. Do whatever you want to do. So the adab is only to knock three times. Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala and said that you have heard this hadith from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Now this hadith, Hazrat Umar Farooq did not hear of this hadith. And he said that be very, very careful. Make sure you haven't quoted anything out of the fear of Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala. 
So what I want you to do now is to go back to where the tulab, the students are sitting, the ansar in Masjid Nabwi, and find a witness who will testify that he has heard the same hadith that you have heard, or otherwise I am coming with my whip. So this was Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala. So one can understand what Hazrat Talha radiallahu ta'ala was trying to say. So he said to Abu Musa that go and make sure you find another witness. Hazrat Abu Musa radiallahu ta'ala did not know how to respond to Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala. He ran away straight to Masjid Nabwi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There the Sahabi who was giving dars to the companions, Hazrat Abu Musa, Hazrat Abu Musa, Hazrat Abu Sa'id al-Khudri radiallahu ta'ala when Hazrat Abu Sa'id al-Khudri saw Hazrat Abu Musa al-Ashari he said that what has happened Hazrat Abu, Hazrat Abu Sa'id al-Khudri says that the face had turned yellow the face had turned completely yellow as if he had seen something he said well this is what has happened with Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala the hadith I have heard if I don't find a witness, I'm in trouble with Hazrat Umar Farooq. Hazrat Sa'id al-Khudri radiallahu ta'ala saved the skin of this great Sahabi and said not to worry. We, I will send with you one of the young Ansari companions of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam as a witness in front of Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala. Now, brothers must understand that as for the Ansari companions, they were, they had farms, they had businesses in Madinatul Munawwara. So majority of the children, their children, were looked after by the parents because the parents had uh, date farms. As for the Muhajireen, it was very, very difficult. When they came to Madinatul Munawwara, they had nothing. They had nothing with them, so they had to work. So they could not stay. 24 hours with Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and acquire that knowledge. Illa mashallah, you had some companions, companions like Hazrat Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala an. That is why when some of the people said to Hazrat Abu Huraira that you embraced Islam later on in your life but yet you caught so many hadith, this was the answer that he gives and this hadith is stated in Bukhari Sharif. He says that for my Muhajireen brothers, they would be at work. As for me, I paid a prize by staying hungry for many, many days. But I became the student of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So he became one of the great muhaddis of the time. That is why you will frequently hear the name of Hazrat Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala an, the main sahabi who narrates the hadith from Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He once complained to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he said, Ya Rasulullah, my memory, my mind is very, very weak. Make dua for me. A lot of the ahadith that you quote, I can't memorize them. And Hazrat Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala an had a, a, a shawl, a shawl or a shroud uh, that would cover him from the top to the to the knees and Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam said take your chadar out for me and Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam put his auspicious hands 
on, on the chadar of Hazrat Abu Huraira and prayed on it and blew on it and said now wrap yourself around with this chadar Hazrat Abu Huraira says that after that I never forgot any hadith that I heard from Hazrat Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam So this was again the nature of Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala and he was very strong in his character but when he became a Khalifa everything was very very different Subhanallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave the right man the right position after Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala when the health deteriorated Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha was with the father Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq once he said to Hazrat Aisha, O oh Aisha, what day is it today? And Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha said that, O oh my father, it is Yawmul Isnain, it is Monday. And he said, what day did the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam pass away? And Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha responded by saying, Yawmul Isnain on a Monday. And Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and said to her, Then I think today, Yawmul Isnain is the last day for your father. Ajeeb, Allahu Akbar. The nisbat that he had, the connection that he had with Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, and that he followed the sunnah in everything. And it is said that was the last day of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam passed away on a Monday and Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an passed away on a Monday. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam was 63 years of age and Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an was also 63 years of age. He did this great ahsan upon the ummah. That in his lifetime, he selected the Amir for the Muslimin as a Khalifa and saw the people had done bay'ah on the hands of Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an whilst Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was alive. So bay'ah was done on the hands of Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an. And this was a unanimous decision of the companions, of the elite companions. And he said that Umar Farooq is the right man for you. And this is what I am saying, and believe me. So there is no problems, no commotion for the believers. There were also munafiqeen at that time. Remember, the group that was uh, also during the time of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and also remained in the time of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an, and were also there during the khilafat of Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an. So the entire duration of Khilafat of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an was for two years, three months and ten days. He passed away on the 21st of Jamadul Ukhra, on the 13th year of Hijri. Two years, three months and ten days. It is said that the Janazah Salah was prayed by Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an. and the body was lowered down by Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an. Hazrat Talha radiallahu ta'ala an. Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an. and Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Abi Bakr radiallahu ta'ala an. 
these four were the companions who lowered the body of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an. It is said that Hazrat Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala an also came running and he wanted to join the companions. But Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an said that it is enough. The four companions lowered the body of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an. How much adab, how much love the companions had for Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an is resting close to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But out of honor and izzah and adab to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the auspicious head of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an is leveled to the shoulder of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They did not want Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an to be completely parallel and level to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So you have Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the head side is towards the Qibla here and then you have Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an and Janazah namaz was prayed by Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an. What are the contributions of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an? The first man to lay down rules and regulation of Khilafat. The first man to lay down and codify all the rules how the system of Khilafat should function. And Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an is the first man that opened up the door, the mission of Dawud to the Kuffar. During the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Dawah and the, the missionary work was only in the Arabian Peninsula. But in the Khilafat of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an, it spread out. And the Muslims came in contact with the, the Persians and also the Romans. And in his Khilafat, the Futuhat, the conquering of Syria, was one of the main platforms that opened up the gates of Africa and opened up the gates of Europe for the Muslimin. So Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and Khilafat, though very short, but played an important role, even during the time of Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala. It is said that the last words of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq were, Tawaffani Muslimun wa alhikni bisalihin. O Allah, give me death in the condition of Iman, and O Allah, get me close to the companions and get me close to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He made wasiyah to Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. Before Khilafat was given to him, he invested some money in some business, and that money was given to him in the latter part of his life. He said to Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha that the money that I have received, I want you to deposit that entire amount in the Muslim treasury. I want you to deposit everything of that amount into the Muslim treasury so that it can compensate for the salary that I had taken in my times of Khilafat. So subhanallah, the salary that was fixed by the Muslimin for Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an, even after death, that entire amount was put back into the treasury. 
And when Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala and heard of this, he said, Rahimallah Aba Bakrin, Rahimallah Aba Bakrin. May Allah have mercy upon Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an, that he has made life very difficult for the Khulafa that will come after him. Why his standard was very high. His standard of taqwa was very high. It would be impossible for the rest of the Khulafa to emulate Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an. This was the Khilafat of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala. Insha'Allah ta'ala in the next session we will continue with the Futuhat of Syria. And now the Khalifa is Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala. Wa akhiru da'wana an alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Durusha palle. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina wa Nabiyyina wa Mawlana Muhammadin Nabi al-Ummi wa ala alihi wa salim taslima. Allahumma taqabbal minna wa tub alayna innaka anta tawwabu rahim. Allahumma inna nasaluka al-afwa wa al-afiyata fi dunya wa al-akhira. Sami'ina wa ta'ana gufaranaka rabbana wa ilayka al-masir. Birahmatika ya arhamar rahimina.